Okay. Welcome to The Wiretap. I'm Phil Romo, and I'm sitting here in Burbank, California with my buddy, Chad Costello. Hello. This is exciting, man. We finally got this off the ground. Mm -hmm. It's been a a long process starting this. And, uh, well, we had this idea for The Wiretap for a couple of months, right, buddy? Mm Mm-hmm. I've Absolutely. Known, I've known Chad for a lot of years and we're, we're old friends. And this started because I felt like we had really good conversations and I thought that those conversations were worth sharing. We would get into issues and it was supposed to be at first kind of a lighthearted, oh, just a topic about anything, anything that we, we, we were feeling at the time. Like or a cornucopia just, of different conversation, pop culture, all of that stuff. Yeah, but, and the, but the with recent events to to keep you the listener up to date, we're at February first today, two thousand seventeen, a month into the year, and Donald Trump has been elected president of the United States, and everybody's still in shock over that fact. And. What happened is we decided to narrow it down. I mean, we we're going to call it the wiretap anyways, but we figured that now this could be actually useful for people because people are losing their minds out there. Well, and even even though uh, we created this show, and even a week ago we sat back and we were like, well, what do we want to talk about? What are some important things? So uh, the way things have been moving with this uh this White House, every day it's something different. So we're trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what we're gonna we're gonna talk about. We have stuff that we're gonna talk about today, but um, you know, we it's really hard to pinpoint because everything is being thrown at you so fast. Um, but before we get started, um, I want to get something off my chest. All right. um, I came. Uh, I was on my way here, and uh, I was reading the news about the. Berkeley protest that's going on right now. And um, Phil, I don't know if you know about it yet because you've been working. Well, I, yeah, I've been working all day. So uh, get me up to speed with it. What's so this uh, Milo, oh, what's his, uh, how do you say his last name? Yananopoulos. Yeah, Yananopoulos. Yeah. This Milo is supposed to, uh, you know, speak at Berkeley today. And he's a Breitbart guy, yes. uh, contributor. Yeah, um, I don't it, know. I don't know too much about I, him. I know he's not research yeah. a, a, about him enough to be uh, turned off and yet intrigued because this guy's obviously really smart. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like he's trolling the world. Okay, you know he has these very. Uh, he's he's a homosexual, correct? I don't know, but he's also a, a far right mm-hmm. um, guy and Don, avid Donald Trump supporter. And yeah, he writes articles that kind of make my stomach turn. Okay. So he's supposed to speak at Berkeley today, and I believe uh, Santa Cruz, he was supposed to speak at Santa Cruz, and they protested it, and he uh, was turned away. So he was supposed to speak today at Berkeley, and uh, the Berkeley students decided, hey, we're going to protest, and the protesting turned into throwing uh, things at the cops, burning things down, uh, you know, just all kinds of uh, chaos to cancel the event. They canceled the event. But there's still rioting going on. I don't know if you would call it rioting. I guess you would. But, you know, the problem that I have with it is you're not, Berkeley's not doing us any favors right now 
by protesting. And, you know, there are people out there that are doing the march or they're fighting for immigrant rights. And you're just adding fuel to the fire and, you know, you're burning things down uh, that, that we're fighting for. And we can't yeah. we can't keep doing this. I, 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 I agree with you. Um, and this is going to be basically the topic is that he has his right to say whatever disgusting thing he wants to say, because that's the principle of this. Well, and Berkeley fed right into his hand by, I mean, he's playing Berkeley. He knew what he was doing, right? He just came out. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it yet, but he just came out and said, Oh, I closed down Berkeley today. Like he's, he's bragging about it. And of course he, uh, you know, he, he, he did, he made everybody look like, Idiots! The right's going to come out and say they're not going to remember the march. They're not going to remember mm-hmm. the fight that we had for immigrants this at the airport. This is a strategy, man. The so, guy's the guy's a strategy guy. He he actually wants liberalism to suffer due to liberalism's biases, and it's 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 baiting. It's it, it, it's it's really big baiting because he's going to say things that. And I mean, I think the title of one article that I I produce is why there should be a cap on women. Uh, studying the maths and the sciences yeah <laughs> and 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 as ridiculous as it that's and clickbaity as that is he knows that liberals are going to react to that and that he's going to get more clicks well, wait, because see, here's they'll, the they'll, thing they'll share it not all liberals and that's the problem i had a conversation mm-hmm. on the way here well, with for a sure. family member and they tried to lump all liberals into this berkeley crowd yeah and you know oh look at these liberals they're doing this they're doing that so don't uh, pl- don't play their game. Like I think that's my advice to uh, to people who who feel lefty. Don't don't play into it. What you do is you allow them to say whatever they're going to say and see if it f- sinks or swims. Well, here's here's my issue. I, I I don't know how big the Berkeley campus is. I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of college students there, but you know the they know that this guy is coming. They know that they're going to protest. That's where the DNC uh, steps in and they educate these people on how to protest the correct way, whether it's go to his event and when he starts to speak, you stand up and you turn your back to him and you stand, you know, where he can't get anybody's attention, number one, or you just don't show up. You don't burn stuff down to the ground Mm -hmm. thinking that's a good idea. Uh, these people and it's been what that's exactly what he wants is the thing he doesn't really even like he the best case scenario is that this happens if he shows up says what he's gonna say and then everybody just kind of just goes about their merry way he's gonna be a really sad little milo isn't he because he didn't get a reaction um yeah it's, it's the equivalent of shock shocks it's, it's the reason see, why marilyn is, manson had a career this stuff is going to continue to happen and it's not going to stop and we really haven't had an opportunity. Uh, I mean, the last time protesting mattered was what, 30, 40 years ago? 60s, man. Yeah. That's so, why I call this the second civil but rights But I mean, they even, they even protested. I mean, I would say there, were, there was some protesting going on. Again, I, I'm not sure. But, you know, in the 70s, these people uh, need to be educated on how to protest yeah. properly. I don't yeah. know if they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to listen Mm-hmm. But they're not doing us any favors. Exactly. And burning stuff down to the ground isn't helping our cause. And extremism on either side is just going to hurt us further. Yeah. No, it's uh, 
It's it's awful, and and it ruins everything that we've worked for in the last three weeks. Yeah, everything the women's march, uh, the the protesting for the immigration stuff, the phone calls that people are making, mm -hmm. all of that stuff is all for naught because Fox News. And those people are going to pick that up. Exactly. And they're going to lump everybody who is trying to fight mm -hmm. what's going on right now into one category of thugs of, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing is actually really interesting because it, I think it started with good intentions. And then because so many people got involved, you see re and, and that's what they're waiting for, Chad. They're waiting for somebody on that side of things to slip up, do something wrong so they can just draw everybody into that same kiddie pool and it's a strategy that and, and so that's why it's almost like everybody who is trying to to make a movement right now has to be kind of impeccable and uh, it, that's kind of depressing because that that rule doesn't go on the other side and in any case i don't want this uh program to actually be painted in, in a lefty wing I mean, i'm sure it's going to be but I feel this, that this is actually for anybody who feels like things are changing in the wrong way. And I, I was talking to my friend and I was, I was trying to get the Jewish words in, in, in my mind. He, he's, he, he's Jewish and there's a Hebrew words for two parts of everybody's spirit. And one is an emphasis on justice and another is an emphasis on loving kindness. And everybody's basically the same, but some people lean more towards justice and they tend to be the more conservative, the more right wing. And some people have their heart more towards loving kindness and they tend to be liberal left. But we're all basically the same. And we all kind of want the same things. We want security. We want to know that we have a future for our families. And so this is, I really don't want this to be the left-wing liberal podcast. It's for Americans. It's for people who want to preserve the things that make America already great. And it's, uh, it's crazy what's going on right now, man. Yeah, and, and, and I, would, I would even say it's not just for Americans. I would say it's for... Uh, you know, right. I think I think it's just talking. I mean, you know, I'm not a politician. Phil's not a politician. We mm -hmm. have conversations just like anybody else. We talk about politics and, you know, we have ideas. We have conversation about it. I think anybody does. And so, you know, this is the outlet for you guys to, to listen to. Yeah. And we're going to provide information for you. And what I would like to do is be useful, be a resource. Take a step further than ranting on Facebook. And we've all done that, and it's comforting, but there's more to do, and there's more constructive things to do. I would like to build a community. I would like to build a resource for people who feel like there's something that has to be done and that there is a peaceful way forward. Now, we could unpack so many things, Chad. Like, there's so many places we can go. But I want to start and, and make the emphasis of this first episode about something that I think is actually the most important because we don't get any information without media. We don't know what's going on without press. And so I think that I would like this. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start out and talk about why Trump, Trump's you know, oppression of the media, uh, wanting to oppress the media and demonizing of the media is so dangerous. And I don't remember any 
prior president, Republican or Democrat, that was trying the strategies that he's trying to do. George W. Bush never told CNN they can't say whatever they're going to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you can write in, listeners. But I want to talk about the media's historic role in America because we are 240 years deep into a societal experiment, and we're in the middle of it right now. And it could come to an end pretty soon, or it could keep going, and it could improve. And that experiment is what makes America different. Freedom of press is actually really unique to this country. Now, as a colony, the actions of King George III couldn't be shown in anything other than a positive light. Anything else would be considered sedition. So the press was closely monitored. So the founding fathers actually said the first thing we're going to prioritize to fix the problems that was existing before is that we can say what we want to say. We have freedom of expression, freedom of speech. We can, and the press can hold people accountable. Now, there were things like the Alien Sedition Acts, and sedition is actually a big deal for any government. It's the stirring of rebellion. So any government would like to actually keep that under control. But we said, in this country, we're going to let people say what they want to say and let the pieces fall where they may. Now, in terms of libel, which is the, the illegal, the, the, uh, the untrue things and slander about other people, as court cases came out, truth was a defense against libel. So the critical component of this free speech thing is what you say has to be true. What you say has to be honest. And as we go through the years, we start building what's called the fourth estate, the first, the executive, the judicial, and Congress. And then the fourth estate is the press, the media, which monitors the political process in order to ensure that political players don't abuse the democratic process. And that's so important because that builds a reputation with the American people. And that was a pact that's established between the press and the American people and the people that are in political power, the, the, uh, the politicians, the presidents, they are accountable for their actions. And that comes along with the next step. What evolved with this country was journalistic integrity because Edward R. Murrow in the, in the 50s was calling out Senator McCarthy during the Cold War. If you see, what, what's the name of that movie, Chad? Uh, good Night and Good Luck. Mm -hmm. And these were brave people because in, during the Red Scare to speak out about that was really taking a stand. And who could forget when we had Walter Cronkite crying with the nation when he announced Kennedy's assassination. That's when we all felt like the press was on our side that we had this great bond. Now, what many people don't realize is that journalistic integrity started shifting away right in the 80s when Ted Turner released CNN, Cable News Network. That's when the existing three networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, had to compete with 24-hour news. So the money that Ted Turner put into it to compete, they had to get corporate sponsorship. And that's when things start going a little south as far as the journalistic integrity, because now it's about ratings. Uh, like what's the low point in, uh, in, 
you know, media. It's, it's entertainment television, right? That's when you see the rise of entertainment tonight and John Tesh and, and his you know, awesome music. And anyways, so ratings come into conflict with journalist integrity. And this gave rise to Rupert Mur Murdoch, Fox News, and these other players that are actually trying to get ratings rather than tell the truth or have a good pact with the people. And that leads us to today. There's a lot of problems because where's the integrity? Where are the people that, that I mean, if I had to see Wolf Blitzer read a teleprompter again, oh my God, I'm going to punch myself in the face. It's, Why is things that? Have, things, no, things have changed so much. I, I, I don't see it. I see some integrity out there. I see little spark, uh, so sparks who, of it. Like who would you Anderson say? Cooper. Okay. I, who I else? Think I, 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 I really like what, what he's doing. I really think you have to go to... Um, um, Dan Rather is still saying really great things. If you guys don't follow him on Facebook, he has that new website, uh, Guts and News. What, what's it called? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. News and Guts. News and Guts. And I, I see that unbroken line in existence. Um, I actually like Young Turks, although they are a bit progressive, and they got, for the most part, the Trump thing completely wrong. I haven't watched their channel in, in a while. But I, I actually... Um, when you the say Washington, the Washington uh, Post, when you say bit progressive, what do you what do you mean? So they they are like not view, shills. Yeah, they, they're they're not shills for for Clinton, and they're they're they were the Bernie supporter channel, Young Turks, and they they're not shills for Obama or Clinton, although they do lean uh, left and they they are progressive to 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 that extent, but they're just kind of practical. I I believe that you know America itself at least where where i reside is progressive in nature we want to make things better we want to make things better for everybody that everybody comes up the same way so i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna hand the baton to you because i think that's what we're leading to we're, we're leading into a, a a conflict with integrity for journalism and ratings basically sensationalism and the that sensationalism was just a whirlwind that Donald Trump rode to the presidency, right? Well, I think you have to look at a couple of things. Number one, you have to look at the fact that um, news was never a, a ratings grabber for a really long time. And um, when reality TV started to, to birth itself, uh, there were a lot of things that they were able to do and tie kind of reality TV into to news. Um, before Fox, before MSNBC, uh, there would be, you know, uh, newspaper articles and, you know, that would be very far left or like writing into the editor or very far right. Uh, CNN, uh, you know, as long as I can remember, was down the kind of down the middle. They were just doing news. Yeah. Uh, CNN. International or CNN World is so much better than CNN now. Uh, uh, Al Jazeera is awesome, actually. They have a they. Yeah. Uh, it, it's you know I try to tell people that, but they think when they think of Al Jazeera, yeah, they, they, they think of the, Al Qaeda, the Arabic and, writing, and, and, and they like, freak I'm, out. I'm not and, gonna. Yeah, they think that they're gonna watch it, and that mm. people are gonna come through the television. No, and attack I think them. British press actually got a, like the Guardian got a lot. Now the Intercept. With uh, Glenn Greenwald, mm -hmm. he's doing a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, I just I look at it and I I see. Uh, look at the lineup for CNN, right? You have, you have, and I watch a lot of CNN, but uh, you know, uh, there's not a lot of other choices. Um, you have 
uh, Anderson Cooper in the evening. He's got a panel of 15 people there. And they, most of them are saying things out of shock value. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Lords is someone that I, I, I can't stand because he won't, uh, you know, you give him basic facts and he'll give you a reason why it's not true. Uh, so you have those, you have that panel, um, you know, and they cover a little bit of what's going on in the world, but not nearly enough. They cover what is juicy and they cover, you know, oh, Trump said this today. Trump said this on Twitter. I would say probably 50% of their news through Anderson Cooper and then you have Don Lemon. It's just about, it's not news. It's, it's conversational yeah. garbage between a panel of people that... Some of them are experts, and some of them are very, very smart. But, you know, most of them, you can't have an intellectual conversation with 15 people trying to speak at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it just doesn't work. But that, that brings ratings, because people are watching because it's, oh, what is... But was it a point-counterpoint from the 80s? And before that, and there, there's, a, there's this great documentary on Netflix of Best of Enemies with uh, Gore Vidal mm -hmm. and... Um, William uh, William F. Buckley. That's really the start of the vitriol between right and left commentary and, and how things got really out of hand. But like well, more people are watching. And when that started becoming really valuable, you I want to hear something. Things... You want to hear something weird. What's up? My uh, uh, Gore Vidal was on uh, Bill Maher last Friday. And he's so still around. Huh? And yeah. I was so I was watching with my uh, my girlfriend and he's a very weird dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's smart. Um, incredibly intellectual, but, uh, you know, he's not very, he's kind of socially awkward and uh, she, she thinks he's, uh, cute. She's like, Oh, he's a cute guy. Oh, Gore Vidal. Did, did, did you, did you let her know that he's not really interested in her? Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> cause William F. Buckley is like, now listen here, you queer. Yeah. I remember <laughs> and, that. Yeah. And that really, uh, set things up. You couldn't say that back in, in yeah. 68. Yeah. yeah. Gore Vidal. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she thought he was cute. Uh, unless I'm thinking of somebody completely different. Well, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm totally thinking of somebody different. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. He's oh, yeah, cute. I don't even know if he's, uh, he's around. He's, probably, he's probably dead. <laughs> yeah. Let no, me William see. William F. Buckley's, Buckley's dead. No. But yeah, but, by the way. Oh, yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, Gore Vidal died in July 31st, 2012. Okay. Uh, we'll fix that in editing, right, Sam? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Oops. All right. Yeah. We're just getting her legs his, underneath us. <laughs> his corpse is beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I love having no, him. Gore Vidal. Like uh, she, if, if, I don't if know she, who this guy was. Who the, who the hell say, like, was it then? Yeah, he's, I don't he's know. He's a very heterosexual um, man. I, I'll try to look it up. Uh, but uh, anyway. Let's talk, let's talk about this. Though. Yeah, what do you uh, want to like, talk about? Like where, where okay, the the rise of reality television no our president is a reality tv star and a professional con man mm -hmm. think about when you run for president you have to raise so much money to pay for coverage from the media he got it all for free because he's a walking soundbite every one of his tweets makes news because there's ratings it's, it's ratings. like jerry springer it's like, um, you know, Howard Stern, uh, but I would say those people shock value. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was taking that shock value and using it. First one, one of his first lines in a debate was making fun of Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, and the people ate that up mm-hmm. with no problem. And I think there's a couple of players here, and I think the the players are the media and what we're what 15 years deep into this reality television. How many seasons is American Idol now? It, it's gone. Like, it's canceled. Like, oh, it's got they canceled. canceled it. but yeah, but yeah. But, where where people are just want to be entertained, mm-hmm. and one thing that he has is he's he's a he's an entertaining con man, mm-hmm. and he conned his way and conned enough people to to get to where he's at, and at at the same time, you know, he'll discredit any reporting that he doesn't like. And did you ever see Obama do that? Did you ever see even uh, in either Bush do that, where you know, and all he can talk about is ratings. Isn't isn't that fun, funny? Like that, that's going to really hurt their feelings. Oh, they're suffering. They, they they need the ratings. But I think there's really dangerous implications down the road because what's going to happen? They're threatening to throw the White House press corps out of the briefing room. Mm-hmm. Well, and they so did. They're mean? not going to do it anymore. But they they were going to. Yeah. And so, what is real news? Because now, when you say fake news, which is out there. The other side's going to use that. The side that actually believes the fake news is going to call real news fake news. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something that he's using quite a lot recently, man. And uh, it's it's disturbing. You call it CNN. CNN's like safe news. It's mm-hmm. like it, it's like it's it's not really even taking a sound. Yeah, the Clinton News Network, whatever. But it's, it's actually uh, scary mm-hmm. to me because we need to have that access. I mean... The, the White House, the press corps doesn't have access to Buckingham Palace. It doesn't have access to the president directly in any other way. And, I mean, Spicer, that guy? Well, and Sean Spicer. Mm-hmm. I mean. Not, has, a, not a fan of his. Oh, well, are you? <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. No, he's, he's straight. These, it's like we're in an alternative alternate universe and these mm-hmm. people that are up there sean spicer and then you have steve bannon and donald trump and all of them we're like living a saturday night live sketch mm-hmm. right now it yeah. everybody is is over the top they're all uh obnoxious and, and here's the thing if if you watch cnn uh occasionally they'll they'll get thrown a bone by the white house and they don't hold them to, they don't hold the white house to any standard. Yeah. As long as it's going to bring them ratings, they don't care. Fox news, completely a different story. They are a propaganda news network. There's nothing real about them. They Mm -hmm. will lie. And you know what you could like, uh, you know, Oh, Bill O'Reilly gives me information or Sean Hannity Mm -hmm. gives me information. All of these people, if you read your facts, uh, are, are giving false information, but people eat that up. The mm-hmm. worst, the worst uh, news show that that I've ever watched is Fox and Friends in the morning. Oh God! It's it's how do you do it? It's absolutely well. You got to only watch the sound bites when it was on John Stewart. Yeah, I haven't seen Trevor Noah very much lately. No, um, but they're all they all sit there. They pick apart the left. There's no middle person. And when they do have guests on that are 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 you know left leaning 
uh, liberals, Democrats, uh, even they're they're apologists or they just are not informed enough to be able to get on there and do battle. Oh, they're they're professional punching bags. Yeah. The only one that was able to ever get on Fox that I ever saw that was able to hold their own and people are going to say whatever they want about him. And, you know, I, I don't agree with what he did by any means. But Anthony Weiner used to get on Fox and he would take it to them. If you ever get a chance, go on YouTube, look at Anthony Weiner. What a disappointment. Don't 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 Google his name. Go on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And and look at look. He has as people have compiled stuff that he's had when he was, you know, this pre-Twitter, uh, you know, taking pictures of his junk yeah. next to his baby. But um, he, uh, you know, he was a bulldog. The guy was a fighter. The guy, and we don't have anybody like that in the Democratic Party. And, and I'm, this really doesn't have to do with, with media so much as just, uh, you know, he would get on there and every one of them, he has a back and forth with Megyn Kelly that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> you know, we don't have that. And the people that they do bring on now are, I mean, they're useless for the most part. And um, they they don't fight. And, you know, these, and you could see it mm-hmm. uh, in the people that are, are, are leaving. And you could see the people, you know, Bill O'Reilly. I mean, the guy did, did he did Current Affair or did he do Hard Copy? I think he did Current Affair. I don't remember. He did a he show for CBS, and he, it was it was a it was a cheese show, like a war. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a show like Hard Copy or Current Affair, where mm-hmm. they would talk about you know OJ Simpson, and it would be like a half hour show or whatever. And then he found his niche, and he was like, you know, look, I'm going to do exactly what Rush Limbaugh does, but I'm going to do it on television, yeah. and that's what ended up happening. So he found his niche. He writes these books, killing Lincoln, killing JFK, killing Ronald mm. Reagan, all of that stuff. And I think he donates some of the money, but he's built this brand of, you know, the bulldog of the the right and he's not going to let anybody speak when oh, when they get on guy. TV. Yeah. No spin. Yeah, the no spin zone. Mm-hmm. And Sean Hannity kind of same thing. Um they're both is a show. They they're both uh, you know, they, 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 I don't think I've ever seen uh, them call it down the middle. It's been right the whole time, uh, and and they'll pu- they'll put stuff of Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, uh, ended up getting upset with them because they released a tweet or information that said, well, the uh, the shooter in Quebec was Muslim, and without fact checking, without any of that stuff, just to cause panic. Now, see, this is what Fox does. They they will put that out there and then Justin Trudeau will say that's not right and you have to retract your statement and you have to apologize for it and Fox will say okay and then they'll put it out on Twitter they'll put a put an apology or or they'll say it, they apologize at you know a time when the masses aren't watching so in turn you have Fox News fans and 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 people who are are the right are going to take that story. They're never going to know that Justin Trudeau corrected them. They're never going to know that it wasn't a Muslim. They're going to think that the whole time because Fox is doesn't have any integrity. And yes, and they're unencumbered by integrity. And there's a freedom to say and do whatever you want to mm-hmm. appeal to your audience when you're unencumbered by journalistic integrity. It's a different thing. So the fourth estate has failed. It's failed this country and, and in, in a way if if 
media is getting obliterated it's, and, and to a certain extent it's it's come up and you know what 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 i really hate is those white house correspondence dinners mm-hmm. is when you the, don't like them at all no when, when the press and the people that the press are supposed to be held accountable to yeah are rubbing elbows no you're supposed to take those people to task I, like when you see them you, you saw that uh, and heard that uh tape of morning joe talking to donald trump off 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 mic no they're, they're, i didn't see all, that they're all friendly yeah and, and, and joe scarborough okay. and, and 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 mika joe scarborough and mika his, his co-host okay and talking, i don't like, even oh, know man, who I, mika I, is yeah it's it's it and and it's funny that after that tape came out, because you know they're, they're lefty, right? Joe, Joe Scarborough says that he he's he's a conservative. Um, <laughs> then after that, they they just have these attacks every single episode. It's like no, no, like this is despicable. I I hate this. Just to kind of like save face, I think that it's it's just a huge sham. Because and and here's what the thing is: if a journalist calls out a source and burns that source they don't have access anymore so access is also the problem they have to appease the politicians appease the congressmen appease the a, a lot of times these corrupt pieces of shit just to keep their their access going on and i think there has to be a change to it man i think that it's really it, there there has to be a, a different way way to do this so you know now everybody that doesn't have a spine. I, what what is that one news network that's when when Donald Trump lies, they're not going to call it a lie. Was it Wall Street Journal? It, it was it was one of those. I don't know. It was one of the, the, those more sort of center right magazines. But Dan Rather said, "Well, you got to call a lie a lie. That's your job." Yeah, dummy. That's that's part of what you're supposed to do. And we just need more of that. And we need to support real journalism. Because, I mean, what's the future? Like, I think what Donald Trump really wants is state-run media. Nobody who, no information gets out. Because that guy has a lot of secrets. I, I don't I don't even think it's state-run. I think it's, we're going to feed you propaganda. We're going to give you information. That's what state-run media is, And if you don't is, like man. it, uh, but he, it's not, it's not going to be state-run. It's going to be voluntary. You're going to have Fox News that's going to pick it up no yep. matter what. And, and all the other people... They're not going to get like, rid of them. If, They're just going to the ruin their credibility. Can closely monitor what people hear and see. That's propaganda, and that 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 would be really nice if he could push his executive orders and the American public not even know about him. That's a dream scenario. Why wouldn't he push for that? Uh, I, well, I don't think that'll that'll ever happen. I do think. What will happen is you're going to get, um, you're going to you're going to get just all good news. He's going to show you the executive orders, but they're going to spin it in a way where it's going to be wonderful, mm-hmm. and the people who are disagree are going to to be able, they're not going to be able to get the information, yeah, or or they're just going to be labeled as fake, yeah. And, because if if you if the if he signs the Muslim ban, for instance, and then touts it as we're stopping terrorists from coming to the, don't you want to be safe? And that's all you see. Then you're like, yeah, I, I, you start kind of leaning towards that. And, but then when you look at the real life situation on the ground, I mean, you were at LAX last week, mm-hmm. right? And, Grover and, Norquist. 
Grover Norquist. Not you know, Gore, Gore Vidal. Vidal. That's been it's, bugging it's the shit out change. of me for the last... Uh, uh, my phone's on minutes. airplane mode. Yeah, okay. I forgot about Gore Vidal and, and your, your, your Grover Norquist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been uh, bugging me. Very, it's been bugging very, me so a very much. famous homosexual. Grover Norquist. Look, yeah. Gore Vidal, Grover Norquist, uh, you know, what are you going to do? We're not experts. But um, so go, go back to it, Phil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. You were talking what about state run media look like, man. What? what, what well, it's not like? going to look like North Korea and it's not going to look like Russia. We're going to they're going to do it in such a way that people aren't going to be realizing that uh, because, look, the left already knows the left already knows what's fake and what's not. They, they don't care about alternative facts and they don't mm. care about that stuff. The right. They're going to listen to Fox. They're going to listen to Rush Limbaugh. They're going to listen to. Um, you know, uh, Infowars or Drudge Report or Breitbart. Didn't Alex Jones get like? That's what I heard. Clearance? That's a rumor somewhere. <laughs> um, I don't know if he did, or, or I didn't follow up. But they said that he might be getting. If you a press look at the video of Alex Jones crying on TV, saying that literally Hillary Clinton is Satan. And, and is, yeah. is, is a demon that's trying no, to kill I know. yourself. <laughs> I know, I know. And he and, believes there's such thing as lizard people. And that's and, a real thing. And isn't this just opening the floodgates for the crazies? Like it, it's their it's their coming out party. Like like the nuts have run the ship. Uh, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I it, it, they're being justified right now. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with with media in America, what's going to happen is. Uh, the, the information that Fox is going to get, they're going to glorify Trump. It, mm. I think I've seen Shepard Smith hold him accountable maybe once or twice. No, that, well, Fox early on was not on the Trump bandwagon. No, they, Roger they, Ailes came in yeah. and turned it into, you know, feeding a certain group of people. It's like, do you want to win or do you want to be right? Right. And that's <laughs> that's all media right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, is it George, is Zucker, uh, the one who runs CNN now? Mm-hmm. He used to run NBC. Uh, you know, he's not a news guy. He ran the morning shows. He produced the morning shows. He was in charge of NBC. He did all who, who of that. Who did you stuff. mention? Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith from he, Fox. He's defended. He he's called out fake stuff a couple of times and on Megyn Fox. And Megyn Kelly actually had, had, had uh, some bones of contention, obviously, with with Donald Trump's comments. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I she still was on the the yeah, Fox because News Kool Aid. Employed. Yeah, and, and that's another thing too. Is like when you work in media, you need to look out for your future. So if you're going to speak out against something that Fox is reporting, well, what if they're going to? What if you're on a blacklist and no one hires you because you spoke out? You know, people are are afraid for for their jobs. There's no north star of truth, and I think that that's really missing. And in but there's like some bright spots, man. Like like I said, um, Washington Post has been holding, you know, Trump's feet to the fire, and and he's tried everything he can to discredit them. So well, same with the New York and, Times. And he's gonna he's gonna go after them. Yeah, you know, he's gonna try to shut them down. Open up the libel laws. There are no libel laws. The, the li- libel laws are: is it true? Then they can say it. And so you have to defend yourself in court, and, and for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's scary. It's scary. And if they continue to go through, you know, you know, ratings and advertising, bring in money, I get it. And you have to run a news organization through that. But at the same point, if it continues down this road, you know, CNN, MSNBC, I don't ever watch. 
I don't ever watch no. it. I think it leans way too far to the left. I just want news. I, I don't want opinion. Out of Rachel Maddow when I see, because uh, she actually throws some education and history into to a lot of her segments. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, okay, it's this kind of, I think the, the term is incestual knowledge. Like when you have the same people with the same information going back and forth, you're not learning anything new. I think a lot of the people like who are Trump supporters on Facebook, what's their news feed like? It, it's probably a lot of new truth press or when the, these fly by night and mm -hmm. Breitbart and what they're seeing is not what other people are seeing. They're, they're not getting this information. And I'm just saying, go back to people that, that have a stake in telling the truth and, 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 and telling facts people like this movement, this alt-right movement is, is a, there's a lot of shadowy figures behind keyboards just saying whatever they want because they're taking advantage of the first amendment. Yeah. I, um, you know, it, it, eventually see what people are doing is, um, I think, I think a lot of the times they get their information a little bit from CNN and I'm talking liberals or, or, or Democrats get their news from CNN. Maybe they get it from MSNBC, but a lot of the people are going on Twitter and they're going on Facebook and they're reading the news. And a lot of that, you know, for eight years when Obama was around, we had a lot of fake news mm -hmm. about Obama and the right was yeah. putting stuff out. And I would see my friends who are conservatives or swing way to the right and they put, oh, Obama, you know, the news is he uh, hates Michelle and or the news story about him not saluting crazy, a soldier. Crazy or, shit, right? Yeah. And now the left is doing the exact same thing. And I got a phone call the other day and it said, oh, did you look at your Twitter feed? There's a picture of a, a an army jeep headed somewhere in Iowa with a blue flag that says Donald Trump on it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we have to stay away from because yeah. that, extremism on it there and on either end. And it fuels it fuels people. It fuels their fear, and then their fear turns to anger, and then their and anger I'm not turns to outrage. Be centrist, okay? I'm not saying that everything's fine right here. Everybody's complaining because no. Take a stand for something, but I, but I am saying that watch out for extremism. They said some awful things about Barack Obama, but has he ever addressed? Did he ever address those things? Yeah, as birther. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that 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 that's a low point, man. When when you're like, I mean, I got elected, I'm the president. Where where's the class? And. But when did he come out and, and talk about, you know, you know, Fox News said this ridiculous thing about me. And, and, and I, I'd like to say, I mean, maybe he did. I'm, I'm not sure. But I, I don't think that was his main policy. I don't think he was just driven by what people thought of him. No, he, di he didn't. He didn't. Um, he avoided Fox. He did a couple of stuff, yeah. you know, interviews and things like that. Uh, on there oh, with he Chris did, Wallace. I saw the O'Reilly one. He did O'Reilly, oh, Chris Wallace. He's he's. But they. At the beginning but, of their term, they said the same thing that Trump said and Steve Bannon said is, we're going to treat uh, Fox News uh, like our enemy. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not sure the exact words, but that's, you know, and they avoided them because Fox News was was propaganda. Now, CNN propaganda? No, I, I, I don't think so. Um, I And I, you know, maybe I'm, you know, uh, too, too, to the left, but... I don't think it is. No, I don't think CNN, you can call CNN like they don't stand for anything. They're, they're, they're I'm listen. They they report things pretty much down the middle to the point where you wish they'd call out people 
for, for, for their shit, you know? Well, I mean, they, I, I don't know how much of the middle. It's not, it, it's not even down the middle. What it is is just opinion pieces. They have so many uh, people that have an opinion that you're not getting real news. It's just, it's like, it's just like us talking back and forth. It, it's basically that. And then they mediate it. And, uh, you know, one thing I did see is that, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi had her uh, town hall meeting yesterday. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of hers. But uh, next Tuesday, uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, Ted Cruz are going to debate on health care on CNN. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, at least they're doing that. I mean, that's not really news. But, you know, they came out with the Russia thing. That was good. They released that information. Uh, we still we haven't heard anything about it, so nobody's following up. They haven't said, "Hey, by the way, that big huge bomb that we released a couple weeks back." By the way, let me tell you how this is going. Nothing. I know that Maxine Waters is uh, going to investigate it, uh, but you know none of the news media is covering it. Buzzfeed's not people, even covering it. I think a lot of now. people are afraid. I think a lot of people are afraid of what's going to the consequences of speaking out against them. And I think that's exactly what he wants. And that's why we need to have things like this. Like if, you, if you're listening to this right now, you are taking part in our little piece of media, put, putting that out there. Now we are, I don't, I don't call myself a journalist, but I do inv like this topic. I, I did a lot of investigating and, and I think we have good things to say about it that people will agree with. But the, the, I think a positive thing is that now there's power to the people to, you know, create content, to put content out there and find, you know, find uh, people that, that are like minded. And like I said, like I, I would I'd like to build a community. And so I think uh, there's a lot more to to unpack here, but maybe we should uh, start to wrap this up. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm, unless you got you got more you want to talk about on, on this one, but on the the, the media question, I, I would like to return to journalistic integrity rather than ratings, and maybe it's it. After all this, we'll we'll get back to uh, so how do you hold some, some, how do you hold journalists uh, and how do you hold CNN and Fox News and those people accountable? How do you hold them accountable? Mm -hmm. I think that there's there we speak out we speak out and say do what we're doing right now and saying you know you're expressing your views on on cnn i think that people like lock lock in on that and and they feel the same way they're they're gonna feel the heat you know i don't know what's gonna happen I, I, maybe he's gonna put some executive orders saying you can't say anything negative about the president you know and that that'll just rock the entire media world man so here's 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 what I what I'm doing, okay? And because I think there should be actionable actionable steps that people can take. I say support real news that still believe in journalistic integrity. People that are willing to tell the truth and, and you believe in what they're saying. So the Washington Post has held Trump's feet to the fire from the beginning. So what did I do today, Chad? I got a digital subscription, 99 cents for the first week and 9.99 every four weeks after cancel anytime. Go to the Washington Post and support them because they're going to be in trouble. They're hurting because they tell the truth. They are bringing people truth. And it, it's, it's refreshing to hear that. 
So um, also, if you, if you like what you're hearing, if you want to hear more, please uh, send us questions. You can follow my blog at philromo.com dash the dash wire tap. Let me read that again. www.philromo.com slash the dash wiretap. Uh, subscribe if you're listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes. Leave a review. And uh, you want to follow up with anything else, Chad? Um, I think, uh, how much time do we have? Cut. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think I want to close with the fact that, uh, I'm looking at Facebook, I'm looking at Twitter, I'm seeing everybody that's frustrated and they're burned out and they're tired because everything is happening yeah, for sure. every single day. And it's not just the stuff that's happening. It's the interactions that you have with the far left or the far right. And even uh, there are people out there that are both liberals or both Democrats, but they still have a difference of opinion. One's more progressive, one's not. You know, you're going to get burned out. And, yeah. and Twitter is, uh, is evil when it comes <laughs> to this stuff because there's so many people that leave comments. It's so easy to troll. It's so easy to get infuriated by what's what's going on and every five seconds there's new there's something new or someone's opinion or you know just take a break from from twitter take a break from facebook uh, take a deep breath and then you focus uh, what do you want to focus on do i want to focus on uh writing uh you know my, my senator or my congressman about this uh do i want to uh, you know, get people involved. I always tell people when we talk about, you know, getting to work and getting this country, you know, turned around. The first thing I say is, who are you supporting for, for the DNC chair? Yeah. Phil, who are you supporting? Keith Ellison. Okay. So, uh, you know, who are you supporting? Why are you, we can't vote for them because we're not delegates, but at the same point, you can offer your support. And the more you know about each candidate, the better you're going to be. Those people all say 50 state strategy for grassroots, getting granular, getting into there, working with people, educating uh, people that are part of the DNC in order to uh, educate other people out there, people that might not know uh, why we want to vote for this person or that person. Because we're only two years away and uh, that's a big election. And I don't know what's going to happen if we lose uh, more seats. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know. So we have work to do. Yeah. And the first step is educating yourself on who these people are. Who is Keith Ellison? Uh, who is uh, Pete Buttigieg? Uh, who is Tom Perez? Uh, you know, there, there's, there's three or four others that are very, very, very talented. And in, in all honesty, the Democrat, Democratic Party looks pretty bright. Uh, but that's, that's the first step. Yeah. And then figuring out where you go from there. Uh, after you have a, a candidate that you're backing, then what do you want to fight on? Pick one thing for that week and fight it. And emails, uh, tweets back to your congressman, they never work. Uh, tweeting somebody, tweeting Donald Trump and telling him that you hate him doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, put in real work. Make the phone calls. You can, well, here's the problem with making phone calls right now. The, the, the problem with it is everything is backed up because everybody's making so many phone calls. Yeah. So the, the voicemails are full. 
people are, you can't reach them. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with writing a handwritten letter. If yeah. if you go into your, uh, you know, you send it to your congressman or your senator. You write that handwritten letter. If everybody writes that, they're going to be overwhelmed, and they're going to get the picture. They're going to understand once they start to read. Oh, this person feels the exact way this person does. Uh, you know, that's what I. And then you have a support group. Find people that you could talk to about this situation. Yeah. And 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 that way you don't feel isolated. It's really easy to feel isolated and defeated every single day. But there's yeah. a lot of fighting to do. I, I know. I know a lot of people with you know, almost like a broken spirit or broken heart. And you know, when I'm I'm sitting here with you talking, and then I think of the the grand picture. Why are we doing this? And I don't know about you, Chad. I feel like this is almost civic duty to tell people you're not alone that these this is a really insane time and i like i said i want to build a community of people who feel the same way and i, I really want people to unite over this and look for really good solutions because i think we need it i think a lot of people have been kind of dragged kicking and screaming and kicking and stre- screaming yeah. into activism now well i think i think people have just been asleep i yeah. think um for I think sure. I think people have been asleep because we've let the adults uh, handle politics for I mean, uh, you know, there were people that worried when Reagan was in office. Uh, I don't think it was to this point. Uh, George Bush. I don't think it was to this point. Bill Clinton. Uh, maybe they worried, but it wasn't to this point. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit more with George uh, yeah. II because of the Iraq war and the weapons of mass destruction. They, they it, see people's basic civil rights being taken away from them right in front of their eyes and they feel like they have to do something. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what I'm just going to do another repost from Patton Oswald. What am I going to do? I'm, I, I feel like this is the, the right step is to, to bring people together and uh, tell you that you're not alone. You're not alone out there. It's really, it's a very strange time right now, but you know, we're here for you. We want to hear from you and we want to give you ideas. We want to give you resources to help you out right now. Cause I know it's tough. Yeah. So the, so definitely uh, resources uh, check out, check out uh, the DNC candidates. You can go to the Huffington post. They had a DNC debate not too long ago. Uh, Democracy for color had a debate not too long ago and you could go and you could watch all of those and you can see who uh, you, you, you want to put your support to behind. Uh, Keith Ellison is great. Uh, Pete Buttigieg has an amazing story. Uh, he uh, is 35 years old. He's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Uh, he is a former Marine. He's gay. Uh, I mean, and he's Catholic, I think. So, uh, I mean, it's a melting pot of yeah. all different kind of diversity. Uh, and Tom Perez, great guy, uh, former labor secretary under Obama. So check those guys out, you know, and, and there's some other candidates. Uh, I, I, I personally believe those are the, the top three, mm-hmm. but they're all going to do something great for yeah. this country. Yeah. And, 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 and what you've done, Chad, is you've made yourself informed. And I think that that's one of the things Th- these sources are out there. Inform yourself and make a difference in your local community and talk about it. Start spreading the word, start, start saying, start knowing who Keith Ellison is, start knowing who Cory Booker is, you know, find out who these people are and and what they're about because they're, they're the most likely weapon to get us through this. Well, and I even think you go even smaller and you say, who's running for my school council, school council, our education board and who's running for city council and who's running 
for you know even get that low who's running for mayor of my my city mm. uh who's running for uh you know uh, this or that find out and find out you know how to get involved that doesn't mean you have to paper the the neighborhood with flyers and that yeah. doesn't mean you have to sit there and make uh cold calls all day yeah it means that you can get out there and you know and get educated helps. and get to talk to an independent and, and say yeah, hey listen yeah. have you thought about this person and this is why uh, th that's that's where we start yeah the, you know uh, with keith ellison in minnesota he you know he chased all of the republicans away in minnesota if you look at his rise uh to where he's at now and the grassroots that he put together he chased the republicans away now we're in a very liberal state. I don't yeah, know if we're, we're the most liberal. Island of, uh, I don't know if we're the most liberal. I don't. I, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe New Connecticut, York. maybe New York. But at the same point, uh, I think you know there sh there shouldn't be as many Republicans in this state as there are right now. You know, Gavin Newsom's running for governor. Uh, Villaraigosa. Is running for governor. I'll respect a, a Republican who who speaks out against Trump's policies. Who's willing or to country do that. before party? Country before party. I'll, I'll take I'll take a country before party. I don't I don't want this to be completely a blue thing. You know, like if you're willing to have a spine, let's say. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like shills on either side. So you know, um, I, I'm doing this in, 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 to a certain extent to to scratch my own itch because I feel like I, I want to get something done and do something about the current situation. And uh, I just want to let the listener know, um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You know, Chad and I, we, we, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you what you think we should talk about next. Go ahead and let us know on our Facebook page. And uh, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves. Until next time, this is Bill and Chad of The Wiretap, signing out. The Wiretap is produced by Phil Romo and Chad Costello, engineered by Sam Spainhauer. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs, recorded in Burbank, California.